0: This is Mark, and along with my co-author Steven, I've been working on Abraham's Wallet since 2017, and recently we realized that while we do reach a certain segment of our audience with our traditional words-on-a-screen approach to communication, a lot of you would rather listen to a podcast than read a blog. Now, if you're hoping for new revelations to hit your earbuds on this channel on a weekly basis, I need to let you know what we're actually up to here. The podcast is for anyone who might dig our blog, but really has no time to read it. So, what you'll find is a spoken version of the posts that we've put up on the old website. Word for word, the exact same dang stuff. Maybe someday we'll branch out when we have the time, but for now, we just want to give listeners an equal shot at the Wallet. As such, we're starting with article number one and working our way forward from there. So you can jump ahead, of course, by going over to abrahamswallet.com. But if you're more of an audio type of guy, it's no problem. We'll eventually get through it all right here on the Abraham's Wallet podcast. What is Abraham's Wallet? If you're reading this digital ink, then you're poking around Abraham's wallet, maybe for the first time. To you, we say a mighty harumphing greetings and all such. You're most welcome, and we earnestly hope your time here results in much wisdom and mucho dinero for you and yours. Now then, our bottom line and operating belief is that the God of all wants you to get very, very, very good at handling and growing money. If you want to fight about that, That is totally cool, and you'll soon see we've given you ample opportunity with gobs of posts that you can complain about. Jesus spoke about money more than any other single topic. Maybe that's old news to you, but did you know that when he talks finances, Jesus very rarely mentions giving to the poor? Did you? Probably not. This isn't the kind of thing often hyped in the dependent upon charitable contributions church house. My Southern Baptist upbringing would have me believe that the Bible's counsel on money is mostly about giving it away, but nay, friend, tisn't the case. So, uh, what are the roughly 2,000 money-centered verses talking about? Mostly, how to be a good steward of money. How to wield this tool with mastery without giving it an ounce of our love and worship. And if we want to look at the story of Scripture as the source of all truth— and we here at Abraham's Wallet certainly do, there is nary a better example of what good stewardship looked like than the father of Israel and the original covenantal partner to God, Abraham. He's mega legit, and we're all about him. Abraham was an extremely well-off man before he ever encountered the God of Israel. When the Lord told Abraham that they were going to be entering into a nation-building, salvation-heralding, never-ending covenant— Abraham immediately mentioned that he had no son, and that some random loser named Eleazar of Damascus was in line to get all of his stuff. Like, I want that derelict Eleazar getting all my dosh, God. But the promise that jehovah that's God's name, we use that around here at AW, because it's, you know, his name, made to Abraham involved a dramatic expansion of his riches, specifically land, and his offspring. He was going to go from a pretty well-off but childless idol worshiper to the father of God's chosen people, Israel, a friend of the creator, and the owner of most of the nations that surrounded him. The strength that we see in Israel throughout scripture all emanated from this starting place of stewardship and family building. He was about to be a real big deal. You and I are still benefiting from this lone, God-loving patriarch who knew how to steward assets and pass righteousness down across generations. Are you totally goosed up yet? We are. Every single person in my and your church community is rich from a historical and global perspective. That could mean anything from having a few discretionary bucks at the end of the month to having millions of dollars in the bank. But they need to hear what the Bible has to say about them, at least I do and I've had to search high and low to find anybody who would talk to me about this stuff. The American church has been almost entirely silent in training us toward the stewardship of money that we don't give away. And no matter who you are, that's probably most of your money. We have undertaught some heavily emphasized and fundamental truths of scripture because we've been worried about promoting a love of money. And yes, 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 okay, sure, right, greed is bad, we are with you on that. That underteaching, though, has left those of us who have money blowing in the wind. And I mentioned that's almost all of us, right? We have bad attitudes about money, a skewed relationship with it based on malnourishment of biblical context, and so have little to share with our friends and children regarding a vision for the future. This is, to quote Camus, crap feathers. Abraham didn't just wield his riches well in service of the kingdom God was building. He also knew a thing or two about building a family. In post-family America, we often struggle to think a single generation ahead of ourselves and are nearly completely ignorant of three generations behind us. For the most part, we've bought into the modern consumer American idea that family is nothing more than an 18 year long launch pad for sending our kids out into the world and hoping that they are marginally equipped well enough to figure it out and sort of repeat the good parts of what we've done. Our man, Abraham, on the other hand, thought roughly 1000 generations forward. Multi-generational thinking changes almost everything about how we approach family, and money, and community, etc. We're going to be talking that way a lot. So, this website, as you'll see, is for family leaders and those who aspire to think multi-generationally about their money, culture, work, family, and community. Living out a multi-generational mindset that embraces good stewardship as a building block of God's kingdom on earth might produce Abrahamic levels of impact. Can you imagine if there were just 100 families thinking this way, they'd change a city. Abraham's Wallet is aiming to cover everything from the foundational principles that we need to understand and eventually into it, to the very tactical skills you'll need as you develop the skill of stewardship, budgeting, asset allocation, parenting, etc. We also review books and interview people who have a very different take on life than is common to our time. Can you see how great this is going to be? At the end of the day, you'll get something here that we just haven't seen in many other venues. The ones that we have found, we'll share. We guarantee it. Abraham's wallet is not Dave Ramsey, Mr. Money Mustache, or the Bogleheads. Although there is wisdom and plenty of the content out there, we're trying to build something that weighs all of the good financial and family-building ideas out there against the uncut Word of God. And if you think any of the above merits more explanation, discussion, definition, or examples, well, we agree. So stick with us for that very thing.